What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Jets stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and as always, Connor Sheeran is here with me. Connor, it's a little bit of a more somber episode this week than it was last week, huh? And we're it's only week two of the preseason. It's a lukewarm opinion. It's a lukewarm opinion or just mood episode. Yeah. There's been a lot of good, and there's been a lot, there's been a whole lot of bad this week. Yeah. So, all right, we'll start with the um, we'll start with the bad, I guess. And that was, you know, and this is we're not going to spend too much time on this because it's happened. You know, it's kind of out of the news cycle already. But Carl Lawson after the season, um, at the, I'm just going to sum it up this way. I'm really sad about that. I was really looking forward to getting to watch him uh, play, you know, first couple episodes of this season we were just talking about how excited we were the fact that we finally have a pass rusher first one first real pass rusher since john abraham he was tearing up camp and uh torn achilles man i mean that's just not not no yeah no joke not ideal there have been a couple of people who have torn their achilles and come back from it like cam wake and terrell suggs those are two very well-known pass rushers who have done had that injury and then done the work and come back. But, you know, as in most sports, that's a tough injury to come back from. Indeed. I mean, it's once I saw the tweet from someone, I forget that said like before he went in to actually get the MRI to confirm it, that he just said here, he could hear a pop when he was on the field. Yeah. So that's it. That's when, you know, I mean, my dad tore both his Achilles playing tennis very yeah you know uh very fun although one of those torn achilles did get me a fast pass at disney world and i got to uh i got to skip all the lines and ride you know the tower of terror like 12 times which was awesome um (laughs) but yeah he was like yeah like years later when he was telling me about it he's like yeah you just hear a pop and that's that's, and that's it and it's a sound like you don't understand he's like you don't understand what it sounds like and and feels like until you hear it and feel it for the first time. Um, and it's loud. Like it's a loud, like, you know, like you can hear it, especially like he was, he tore it on an indoor ca- tennis court. Whew. Oh, geez. That thing echoes. Yeah. Yeah. I, not, it's not great, Bob. No, so, it's yeah. not. No, it's not. So yeah. Uh, that's all the time we'll spend on uh Carl Lawson. Cause what is there, Cause what is there else, else is there to say? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're, we're just sad. And we're sad. I guess next man up, Bryce Huff. Let's see what you got. You know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Bryce Huff, uh, John Franklin Myers. Next man up, man. Um, and maybe they bring somebody in. We'll see. Uh, especially... I mean, if they're not assuming so much a rumor because I think it goes past rumors when Schefter or Ian Rappaport yeah. tweeted yeah. that the Jets are actively looking to trade for a new pass rusher, which I would love. You Maybe know, if they, they give up like a day two pick, I'd be cool with it. Yeah, Definitely a day three. Like a Chandler Jones or something like that. Because Jones but, wanted out of Arizona, I feel like. For right. Whatever, so. Yeah, you know, I, I, um, now that Vinny Curry's out also, and that was, that came out today, we're recording on Wednesday. Um, that was a, he has a blood condition, a blood disorder. Uh, yeah, just sucks. He was supposed to be like a vet presence, really sure up that interior defensive line. Not that that, unit really needs that much help it's very solid as it is but you know it, it's still depth that like we thought we had and now we don't um and again we're not like oh no the season's over like <laughs> this is well it's just he's one guy but it was, would have been the problem would have been the best player on that defense 
Yeah, but even so, like... Sequin would have been the best player. Yeah, but, like, people are like, why are Jets fans even upset? Your team wasn't even going to be that good anyway. Listen, I want to watch good players play for the team that I root for. One. Two. All right. We're well aware that this team is not very good and and is not going to do much this season. That doesn't mean that we don't want to watch entertaining football. Like, I want to see Mac Jones on his ass, like, eight times, nine times in week two. I want to see Sam Darnold get his lunch eaten every single play. Right? I, feel like, I, feel like us, I feel like us wishing for Sam Darnold to get, like, get the shit, his shit rocked week one is just like picking on like a little kid. Yeah, like, it's, just, it's, it's like, I want the Panthers to be atrocious this year because it helps the Jets. Like, I want Seattle, I want the Seahawks and I want the Panthers to be atrocious this year because the Jets have draft picks that, you know, are theirs. So I yeah. want them to both be really bad. But I, I feel bad wishing for the Panthers to be bad, you know? Yeah. yeah but at the no. same time... Well, like, I, I also don't at but all. But at the same time, yes, I also don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I want, like, yeah, I want to see these guys on their ass. And you know what? And I want to see the Jets, like, you know what? I want to see the Jets win games. I'm really tired of rooting for bad football. Like, I've been, like, the past, like, two... Like season and a half, I've been rooting for the Jets to be bad because I want better draft picks and I want all these things. All right, we got our quarterback now. Like, sure, a, a, like they're gonna get a bad draft pick regardless because they're not gonna be that good. The t- terrible secondary. They don't have a true pass rusher anymore. We don't know what Zach Wilson's gonna be. But you know what? I certainly do want to help Zach Wilson figure out what he's gonna be and maybe draft another offensive lineman next year or wide receiver or something. You know, just to help him out and. You know, like, I'm rooting for the Jets. I want them to be good. I just, I'm not actively rooting for them to be bad for once. And and that's like, yeah, leave us alone. At right? least at the beginning of the season. Yeah, like leave us, leave us alone. Let us and, get excited. Yeah, it's, it's like who I don't even know. I don't even remember because I I don't care. But who was the, the the guy that tweeted after Carl Lawson got hurt, being like essentially saying what you're saying? It was being uh, like, why do you care about like you know because your team's not going anywhere? It's like. Well, like you're saying, excuse me for not wanting, like, for actually wanting to watch the team that I, my favorite team in all of sports every Sunday at one. Like, pardon me that I don't want to actually dread doing it or being annoyed that I have to do it every Sunday. Michael Salfino. Yeah. Excuse me, Michael Salfino. Yeah. I think I unfollowed him after that. I don't think I ever followed him. Yeah, I unfollowed him. Um yeah, man. So, like, exact. We're on the same page. We're on right. the same page. Just let us enjoy things. Let us let us do our best to enjoy things, and exactly. that and that's it. Um, there was a football game played last weekend. There was. Um, I didn't get to watch it live, but I recorded it, and I got to watch, and it was great to see Zach Wilson just ball out. Now, I'm gonna say this before we do any talking about this game. We know that he played the backups. Okay, we know. We're well aware. He played the backups. Once again, shut the hell up and let us enjoy things. Just want to reiterate: we know he was playing the backups. We know that. <laughs> we know that Corey Davis was out there cutting routes, cutting rugs against the Packers' backup defensive backs. We know that. Doesn't make it any less enjoyable to watch Zach Wilson. Throw two touchdowns, and for however many yards, I forget. Like 130 yards, two touchdowns. He was like nine of 11. Right. He was lights out. It was great. 
And you know? I also want to issue, because I said it last week, I want to issue a personal apology to Tyler Croft. I, uh, I said I, I slandered his name last week, said I didn't care about him. I don't care for the man. He scored two touchdowns last, last weekend, how, so I officially how, care how, for the man. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Um, yeah, he was, be, he was good. He's going to be the lead tight end, probably. So. Yeah. So what was your biggest takeaway from the game outside of Zach Wilson? Because Zach's like the, the headline from this game. Po- I mean, positive takeaway is that the receivers look legit. It doesn't have to be positive. I mean, it can be negative. Okay, so then I'm incredibly worried about the defense because that defense got absolutely torched by the Packers' backups. Those, like, first couple drives. Yeah. That, was, that was bad. That was, it was very aggravating to watch. Uh, I don't know what was going on. Uh, because the Packers' second team defense, whoever was playing quarterback, forget. I don't even remember his name. It wasn't. Well, I mean, it wasn't he, love. He was lighting it up, and yeah. I think it. I think it really highlighted how dire the Jets' defensive back situation is, uh, because their, you know, second string wide receivers were beating our defensive backs fairly easily, and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't pretty to look at, and. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on there, but um, I felt a lot better about. I mean, about like that front seven before Saturday, and I'm not saying I lost all confidence in them. There's still very good players in there. Quinnen, uh, T.J. Mosley, uh, even without Carl Lawson, you know, there's some some decent guys. Marcus May, we obviously know can play, can play, but. I don't know what. Yeah, I, I just don't know what like happened. Like Joiner's hurt, and yeah. I think Eccles got hurt. Yeah. Um, like there's just a lot of injuries the Jets are dealing with right now. You know what? Get them out of the way in the preseason. That's fine. I don't know if it was just bad, like poor planning, uh, for a preseason game or whatever it was. I mean, the Jets ended up winning the game. Not that that matters. Yeah, I mean, the Jets and the Packers are in very different places as franchises. One is a championship contender, like made right. the NFC championship last year as the reigning MVP. There's no reason they're going to be playing any of their good players in preseason. I wouldn't expect them to. The Jets have, there's a reason why they're all, they're playing all their starters it's because everybody's so young and this is a brand new coaching staff and they want to see what they got in game scenarios. Like you can do like a two minute drill all you want against your own defense and practice, but it doesn't simulate having a crowd there. It doesn't simulate the urgency of like a game situation where the clock's ticking and like, you're in a stadium and there's like people screaming at you, right? It's just a very different thing. So obviously they're going to play their starters. So I don't think we should like necessarily like, yeah, we know we should obviously take with a grain of salt, like what we saw on, on what, Friday, Friday, was it Saturday. Like Saturday, Saturday, what I saw Sunday, I guess. Cause I watched the next day. We should all be taking with a grain of salt, what we saw, but also like we shouldn't be discounting how calm, Zach looked no. and, and how po- yeah, how poised he looked and how well the ball looked coming out of his hand. And, and, you know, and, and this point specifically, the coaching is just like, is there something bigger than miles? Is there like know. a unit of measurement that's like bigger than miles? I don't light know. Year, light years, light, light years. years. Okay. Yeah. Light years. Is there it we light go. Or? Yes. Light years. Parsecs. <laughs> Shout out Han Solo. <laughs> uh, light years better. Like it's, it's not even like, it's as, it's 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 every aspect. It's not just like the little things. It, it's not just the big things. It's the little things. It's the subtle things, like the play calling, um, 
the the only the only problem I had with the coaching on on Saturday was punting on your there. I think they were on the like the 49 yard line. It was like mm-hmm. fourth and short um, and they punted. Um, I mean, that could have just been a preseason thing, because normally um, from other situations I've seen, you know, Salah's pretty aggressive. But other than that one thing, it's not just like the personnel they're putting out there, the decisions they're making. It's 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 the play calling itself, the design of the plays. And you watch it um, compared to what Gase had. It's it's night and day. Like you really you watch this Jets offense and you're like, oh, and I said this thing the other and on, on a previous pod and you, you realize I think it was last week I said like you realize. There's a reason why the 49ers, like, they just have running backs that come out of nowhere. I said this last week. Yeah, this is last week. There's a reason why, like, Raheem Moser comes out of nowhere and Trey Sermon's going to come out of nowhere this year. And, and you know, Matt Breida and all, and Tevin Coleman, who's not on the Jets, all these guys, like, have just all these randomly huge years. Because the scheme that they're running is just so friendly for running backs, and mm-hmm. it's so creative. And, you know, Mike LaFleur has learned a thing or two from Kyle Shanahan, clearly. Right. Right. You know, it's just been, it was really refreshing. Like that touchdown to Croft, the second one. Yeah, um, that was I mean, that was that was all play design right there. Yeah. That was yeah. they, they brought Croft uh, from the right to left across the formation, that snapped the ball. Right he came around and they snapped it. He snapped it when he was behind the left guard. So I noticed I was like I slowed it down on my TV and even on my phone. when I was watching the touchdown. Like I watched this touchdown a million times and the. Uh, I guess it was the will linebacker or it was a cornerback. I couldn't tell if they were in, I just don't know the personnel for the Packers. So I couldn't tell if they were in nickel or if they were in base. And I was watching like to see when this linebacker, I'll I'll come a linebacker, when this linebacker would react to Croft coming across the formation. And I noticed like another aspect of Makai being such a humongous human being is that like a tight end, like a six-two tight end can like hide behind him <laughs> running across the formation kind of and that linebacker did not notice him until he was already like th- like three yards away like through like the run and it was just a simple play action rollout and find croft on the little rollout like it had to, like I, I mean i don't know like if this was the, if that was the intention of the play the design to hit croft on that right on that little drag right there but you know Herndon did a great job of, of, of blocking. You know, he was the guy running across the formation with his arms up. Right. Um, and then Croft made a nice little nifty cut. And avoided the, tack- yeah, like, avoid the tackler. Yeah. And he, and he goes, and he goes right in. And yeah. I mean, I was like, his, I was his, obviously like, you know, his second touchdown. Cause um, I mean, if he had stayed in the game, Corey Davis would have scored, you know, a touchdown sure. as well. I mean, yeah. they took him out after the end of the first, which was good. I, you know, he got, like 80 yards in the first right. quarter. Uh, obviously, Corey Davis and Wilson are going to be a dynamic duo. dynamic connection. And if, uh, you know, the beat writers and everyone talking about camp is to be believed, too, Elijah Moore and Wilson are going to be a great duo as well. So, I mean, if, if Zach Wilson has not one, but two, like, go-to guys, like, Maybe that's more. pretty big. That's you know what, big. like, he went from Gunner Romney to Corey Davis. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like that's like that's 
Yeah. So I I thought that touchdown that just showed that specific play because that was coming off of the Valentine rest in peace Corey Valentine you've been I cut can't from that. I was I was surprised cut from the I roster was, I was surprised he was he was my surprise like cut thoughts and yeah. prayers I thought he I thought I, I thought that return was like being like, okay so he's not gonna play cornerback but don't maybe special he's, teams he's a decent return right? maybe they bring him back who knows but yeah. he he was cut but he did have that great return that set him up in the field position and I think it was the second play of the drive or maybe it was the first can't remember. And he just come out there with that play. I mean, I don't think the the starting Packers defense lets that happen. Yeah. Um, no, so but but that was still like it just shows there's some creativity, and it's just so refreshing not seeing them run the ball up the middle on second and ten. Um, and honestly, not being a lot of second and ten situations. Like last year, the Jets led the league in in third and longs. Right. Um, no one had it worse than Sam Darnold in that capacity over the last two years, I think. I'm pretty sure. And that's a direct result of Adam Gase's play calling or Dow Loggins or whoever you believe was calling. I mean, it, was, it, it, it was Adam been, Gase. It could have been Gase's Loggins, daughter for all I know. Like, I don't, Dow Loggins was an empty suit as offensive coordinator. No, no, no. He he had a challenge flag that he would right. he would keep in his sock and he'd throw it. Except for like the couple games where he was calling the plays. And then the offense looked halfway decent. So, Dahl yeah. offensive genius? Who knows? Who we knows? may never know. We yeah. may never know. I, I don't want to know, to be honest. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. Banish, him to the, banish him to the shadow room for all I care. Go to the CFL, exactly. Um, although he probably has a job somewhere. I'm pretty sure I saw I he got signed. I'm pretty sure he got signed somewhere to be a coach. Um, and we laughed I on Twitter. We, oh, we laughed. Um, no will for Dahl Loggins. It's all for Adam Gase. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's my main takeaway um, from my, my biggest takeaway from the game on Saturday. The coaching just looks everything is just feels much right. better around the the franchise. And um, I think we're in good hands with Sala and, and LaFleur. And uh, we'll see how we'll see what Zach develops. I don't know how much he's going to play this weekend. I'm I don't know pretty, either. I mean, I doubt not, he plays much. Uh, I Honestly, with the offensive line now in the shape that it, it's in, I don't. Right, AVT is not play. playing, and neither, neither is neither more. Is neither is Becton. Good. You know what? Get him ready for. Get him ready for. Yeah, exactly. Sit him. It sounds like he probably probably has a concussion, so there's no reason to play. Try, try to rush him back out there. There's two weeks, I think, till week one. So maybe even more. No, I think it's two, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. But uh, there's time. In two, between it's now. two weeks. It's yeah, two weeks. there's time in between now and week one. So there's no point in rushing anyone back out there if they don't have to be. Out two and there. a half. Two and a no, half. Three weeks. Three weeks until we play. But the season starts not <laughs> not next week, not next Thursday, but the Thursday after. Right. So, so like we're actually, yeah, you know, it's like two in a day. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But you, folks, you get the point. <laughs> I will say, yeah, I don't. I'd rather not see him play. Give me Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson is going to be the, probably going to be the starting backup. Well, maybe it'll be um, Mike White. I don't know. Mike White's been in the system for a while, but maybe it'll be him. Didn't um, get hurt? Didn't somebody get hurt? The quarterback get hurt? Um, maybe. Uh, I don't know. But I will. I do. I do want to call out the one play where the pocket broke down and Wilson had to roll out kind of to the right. And oh made, yeah. Made that. 30-something yard throw, it looked like, maybe longer. Yeah, it was 30-something yards. Yeah, I mean, that was a fantastic play. I 
I stood up and, you know, in my, in my apartment, like a fucking goofball and just started clapping. I was like, outside of a touchdown, I haven't been that excited to see some, like a just quarterback make a play like that. I was, I was losing my mind. I was like, That's oh. probably the best play a Jets quarterback has made since that play Darnold made against the Texans or maybe yeah. the Bills. Either either one of those, the, the Bills to Robbie Anderson, the, which was two uh, years ago. against Dallas. Yeah. yard touchdown to Robbie. That might have been. The, yeah, I think the Dallas one was probably the yeah. last. I don't know. It's so There's so few. <laughs> much, uh, uh, speaking of Sam, he did play. Of, he did play like a little bit. He threw two passes on Saturday. How did he look? I didn't see any of this. He, he went one for two. And the pass that he completed was to Robbie. Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, and it was for 16 yards, but it was like an eight-yard, nine-yard pass that Robbie took for an extra eight. Let's, and see. Let's see if I can find this. He, uh, maybe it's, you know, maybe it'll change. He still looked like he had happy feet and still was, like, looking like the Sam of old. So it's just like – and it's sad to say, but it's like Wilson looked more composed in the pocket and more, you know – Felt more, it looked more at home in the pocket and behind the line of scrimmage than uh, and Sam. Uh, all right, I'm, watch, I'm watching right now. I'm watching this throw. PFF said, just like old times, glasses, sunglasses face. Because, you know, he threw to Robbie and they used to be the teammates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. A lot of interceptions. It, all you need to see is his foot, his feet. And it's his like, feet. it's it's preposterous. And yeah. also, I had no idea, but Frankie Lulu was on the Panthers too. What? Yeah. They're taking what? everyone from us. They're taking everyone from us. Bro, what? This is revenge for us coaxing uh, Khalil out of retirement. We have one short. Is that like a trade we can make? I guess, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, how about Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, well, yeah what? Straight up. Christian Retro- McCaffrey for a retroactive Dan- trade. Christian McCaffrey for Dan Feeney? No, for, for Frankie Louvu and Sam Darnold. That's the trade. That's the trade. That's the trick. That's I the like trick. it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, news and notes from this week. Uh, we'll just, you know, go through them. If you're listening to this, you probably already know all of this stuff has already happened. But, you know, we'll give our little takes on it. Beckton, concussion, shut him down. Shut him down. Shut him down until he's healthy. Uh, we don't need him throwing up on the field again. Um, yeah, this is going to be the classic. Like, I guess it's not week four anymore, but week three preseason game against the Eagles, which is the last team we play in the preseason every year. And where... the regular season this year. It last game in the regular season, too? I'm pretty sure. I know no, they that's play the Bills. Them. That's the Bills. They play them, uh, was this, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, week 13. Why do they think it was last game? Either way, they play them this year. Week 18 sounds so weird still. Oh, my yeah, God. Right? Um, so, yeah, so he is out for the time being. Just shut him down. We don't need him. He'll be fine. We don't, don't need him. Don't up. need ABT. Don't need more. more. Yeah. So those guys are hurt. Um, Sheldon Rankins played today. Um, so that was good. Uh, and then so did, obviously. So did Quinnen. So did Quinnen. And he looked good apparently. Vinny Curry. Uh, we talked about him already. That's rough. Um, Matt Cavanaugh, senior offensive assistant. If you were know that name, if you recognize that name, it's there's a good reason why you do. It's because he was the quarterbacks coach for the Jets from 2009 to 2012, responsible for tutoring a young Mark 
Sanchez. Um, <laughs> take that as you will, as you may, as however you want. Um, I think Mark Sanchez's struggles had a lot more to do with Mark Sanchez than they did with uh, Matt Cavanaugh. Um, and that's all the thoughts I have on that. I mean, hopefully, I mean, sure. I mean, bring him back. Uh, it's it's un- it's unfortunate what happened with um, Coach Knapp. You know, rest in peace. It's, uh, yeah. it's unfortunate that this he's coming back under these circumstances. Uh, I'm sure he'll be the first to to say that as well. But um, I bet that's what he leads off with. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. I mean, it sucks that that, that this is the way it's uh, the way that he's coming back to the Jets. Um, but you know. I mean, it never hurts to have someone else kind of in the room to help your quarterback out um, as long as they know what they're doing. Obviously, he's a quarterback's coach, so he knows he must know something. <laughs> he must know something about playing quarterback. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'll say. So somebody else that knows how to play quarterback, um, this is up for debate, but I am high on him this year, is Jalen Hurts. Who, um, I am as well who tore up the Jets today, 13 to 17 for five touchdowns and one rushing TD in practice. I have a question for you. All right. Because this has been a hot topic on Twitter. And I this is what we'll, there's not much else to talk about. So this is what we'll end the show with. Uh, and this is just a quick, quick recap episode, folks. We'll have more guests throughout the season. Don't you worry. All right. We'll keep you entertained. My question to you is there is a hot debate going on on the Twitter streets right now. And that is, how much stock do you put into these practices and these preseason games? And there's the whole notion that, um, you know, split. We'll, we'll, we'll stick. We'll stick with the Jets, right? But the the Hurts thing was showed up my feeds, and that's why I brought it up. And it goes for that as well. Stick with the Jets, though. So, in the preseason, right? They haven't allowed like a single sack. The offensive line. Zach Wilson has looked lights out. Wide receivers look great. However, they're playing against backups, right? In practice, and, and whenever Zach Wilson does something good in the preseason or even in practice, you know, he gets hype. Everybody's freaking out, posting videos, you know, like all caps, like messages from these from these fans, like at the practices, like losing their minds. You got people in the games. You got, you got Baldy breaking stuff down, and you got all these people breaking stuff down. But then when things go poorly, like Jalen Hurts going 13 for 17 with five touchdowns and one rushing TD, or Aaron Rodgers destroying the Jets all week last week, or Becton getting smoked by Carl Lawson, everyone's like, oh, it's just practice. Can't can't pay too much about practice. Right. So where do you stand on this? Like, like what do you take seriously? What do you put stock in? Because uh, I think it's an interesting conversation where like, basically everybody, what everybody does is they go, Anytime something bad happens in the preseason or practice, they're like, oh, it's just preseason or practice. Anytime something good happens, they're like, see, I told you. Right. Like we, d- we made the right decision drafting Zach Wilson over over Mac Jones and, and Justin Fields. I told you, you guys don't know what you're talking about. So where do you – where there's a very fine line. Where on this Venn diagram <laughs> do you – and I'm making a Venn diagram with my arms. <laughs> do, do you land, my friend? I think it's it's you. It's all about perspective, and I think the biggest thing to take away from these players is like while they're in preseason is just what 
look at the look at the raw plays. Look at what they're doing on the field. Don't mm-hmm. look at stats. Don't look at scoring. Look at the plays, and I, and I guess it it comes into who they're up against, and you know all that stuff like that. So it does fall back to if they're playing second stringers or et cetera. But look at the play when it comes to the Jets. Look at the play like we were just talking about the Zach Wilson throw to Corey Davis. And you, all you need to see is, like, you just look at his athleticism. You look at his ability to escape a bad pocket and just roll out, hit a throw on the run like that. It's all, that's what you should be paying attention to. Yeah. Uh, like, watch Wilson. Watch his first, his first touchdown where right. he, read, he, he looked off the, the linebackers and looked at the, the yeah. drag route that was coming over the middle and then just lofted it over in a spot where Croft wasn't going to get hit by the, by the safety. You know, made him turn so he, he, he would have a good angle. Yeah, I'm with That's you. What I, you do. And then you you pay attention. You look you look at Wilson, and I already you already saw like improvement. And I was saying it to you and Kayla last week that some of the plays he was making in the first preseason game, where it looked like he was kind of like stuck on one guy, wasn't kind of really going through his progressions. It and you know first game really, first game jitters. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like so you're you're, you're expecting that, and then this game, night and day, he's looking through everybody. You know, he's not honing in on one guy, I'm guessing, unless the play was designed at first. But he's going through each one. He's staying poised. He's moving. You know, he has the ability, has the awareness to kind of just know when someone's going to be right in his grill. And uh, as far as Wilson goes, that's what you need to be paying attention to. Don't, you know, we can get excited about, like, him throwing the two touchdowns and, you know, he has the highest QB rating amongst the rookie quarterbacks. Also, I need to say... Maybe with the exception of Mac Jones, because obviously fuck the Patriots. But is it bad for me to say, you know, like I I'm rooting for all the rookie quarterbacks? Like I don't like don't 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 compare like Fields oh. and Wilson. Don't compare Fields and Lance Wilson and uh Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I don't care. Like if all these quarterbacks are great, again, with the exception of Mac Jones, awesome. Guess what? We get to watch great football and that's pretty awesome, you know, to me. But see, see, I'm, I'm not, I'm not with you on this one. Really? I am. I am. The other ones to be bad. I am rooting for them all to be bad because if they're good and Wilson sucks, then we just, then we didn't make the picks. We're not in the front office, but we as Jets fans will still look dumb because we're gonna have to defend the Jets in our group chats and to our friends. No, and you know what? what I mean. Like, I want Trevor Lawrence to be bad. I want Mac Jones to be bad, and I want. Trey Lance to be bad. I am rooting for Justin Fields because I wanted him, and I want to be right. I want to be right on that. You want to be. You want to be. You want to be vindicated. This is all for selfish reasons, by the way. This is like these are all incredibly selfish reasons why Listen, I'm rooting against. If Wilson turns other out, than, other than Mac Jones, I want Mac Jones to I be. I want Mac Jones to be the awful. worst quarterback, and it's completely you know because fuck the Patriots. I would honestly, I would have disliked him even if he didn't go to the Patriots. I just don't care for that man. Like, you know, I, I just, I would have, if he was playing for the, yeah, you like, know what? He wore the Obama face mask and yeah, did yeah. all the, all that yeah, stuff. And if he was playing for, you know, I'm trying to think of a, like, I don't know, another team that needed a quarterback Detroit, maybe if they didn't make the trade for golf, but uh, I would be rooting against Mac Jones. But listen, if Wilson goes out and sucks, as like the actual quarterback, then I want all them all to be bad. I don't want to get the I don't want a same old Jets scenario to pan out. But if Wilson goes out there and he's good, or at the very least decent and can be like Chad Pennington 
or something like that. Like at least that level where, you know, Chad Pennington wasn't like the star of the league, but guess what? He was as close to a uh, franchise quarterback as the Jets have had. You know, you know, I think we're rooting for him to be a little bit better than, than Chad okay. Pennington. The bar <laughs> is very low. The bar is on the floor. <laughs> like, yeah. give me something better than Darnold, and, you know, we're, we're on the right track here. Like, yeah. the current, like, over-unders, like, and these make me nervous. Like, these current, like, projected stats for the season, I'm talking about Wilson, are, like, 3,700 yards, like, 25 touchdowns, and, like, 11 interceptions. That terrifies me. Because it means that people have these expectations for him now. And those numbers again, like 36, 3,700 yard passing 24, 25 touchdown passes and like 10 or 11 interceptions. Sign me up. I mean, sign me up, of course, but like, that's the bar that's now being set for this guy. And that's, that's, that's rookie of the year stuff right there. That's exactly. what that is. That's unfortunate for him. Like, People like you know, a lot of people roasted the Jets because it's like my friends did. They're like, "Oh, fucking Zach Wilson, dude, he sucks." And I, I, I would always turn to them and be like, "Listen, how many BYU games did you watch last year? <laughs> how many BYU games?" Because no, you know it's the worst. Any, so I was like, "Be honest." I got Patriots fans in my life who are like hyping up Zach Wilson and think he's amazing, and I just know. You know, one of them specifically, I think he does think that Wilson's going to be amazing. But, like, I think that, you know, part of him is also just doing this for a long, a long, a long troll, as we say okay. in the biz. Instead of a long con, it's a long troll um, where he just wants to, like, just be hyping him up just so he can just watch. Like, I remember earlier in this baseball season, I had two friends who were Phillies fans that were hyping up the Mets and made a group chat, a, a Mets fan group chat saying that they were rooting for the Mets now because they loved this team. And about two weeks after that, the season was over. Um, like, literally, like, they the created a group co- chat. The season collapsed. Yeah, and then, like, the, and then the season immediately collapsed. So, like, I, I'm, like, partially afraid that that's what's happening here. But also, like, you know what? Fuck them. I don't give a fuck. I, yeah. am, I don't give a crap. I am, I am going to enjoy... Zach Wilson until I can't enjoy him anymore. And if that's two years from now, damn. Well, I guess we're gonna we're gonna be back we're on that. Get another quarterback, you know. But if it's twenty years from now, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. It'd be, <laughs> nice, to, it'd be nice to actually root for a team that's like Relevant. that I can get excited yeah. about. Yeah, and like you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, also, I want to remind everyone. Yes. Before we wrap up. He wasn't – he obviously – his rookie season wasn't, like, you know, show-stopping. But I think we were all really excited – excited enough after Sam Darnold's rookie season. We thought he was the answer. I, mean, was the I, answer. Mean, I, I thought he was the answer. I we thought, said I thought, it We said it multiple times yeah. on this podcast. Hands up. I was, I was all in it. on Sam Darnold. And then yeah. he just and, – and then Adam Gase happened. And – and then everything fell apart, and uh, and then here we are. So just granted, that that situation isn't going to happen again. He went from, you know, rookie season, lame duck Todd Bowles, who we kind of knew by like week seven or eight he was going to be he was going to be fired, and this was kind of like his swan song. And then everything in that offseason happened with Gase getting hired, and then McCagnan handling the drafts, getting fired a month after that, like. <laughs> And it was just like, you know, it was, it, that was when we should have known. Jets fans, I'm sorry that he's doing this to you, but. I just, I just, 
reminding you of all these terrible things. Just remember to be cautious is all I'm saying. Just fair warning. Duly noted. Be cautious in your heart. <laughs> Please. I don't want her hearts to break again. Mine too. Mine especially. <laughs> you know, he says that, but also we did start the show saying, let us be excited. Let us be excited. And it's for us. It is a it is an us thing where we're we're telling you as Jets fans, this isn't like a, another team, like a, like a random NFL host being like, Jets fans, make sure you pump the brakes, all right? You don't want to get too excited. No, this is like, like, let us, we, we want to get excited, but also like, just remember what happened with Sam Darnold. So like, we're, we're playing both sides here, like Max, yeah, and we can't like be Max. wrong. I'm playing both sides, but I always <laughs> come out on top. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing. Exactly. All right. Any last thoughts before we, uh, you know, before we head into this? Uh... Um, I don't know who's going to be playing yeah. this week uh, on Friday. I think Wilson's probably going to get maybe a drive or two. I don't think he's going to play as much as he did in the Packer game. I will not be watching. I'm going to be at a wedding. So uh, I'll check in and hopefully see some good things on Twitter. Fingers crossed, see, you know, something Friday bad happens. Night. Yeah, I might, I might tune in for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, well, he might, who knows? He might not even be, I, I think they said he's going to play. If Z-Will is playing, I'll tune in for a wee bit. There you go. That's all you need to say. And, uh, yeah, let's hope, hope something good comes out of it. Uh, hope we, uh, hope we have a, uh, you know, just a couple of, a couple of weeks just of no injuries and, you know, that's it. That's it. No more injuries, please. That's not all I, you know. Well, Michael yeah. P. Ryan got hurt, hurt today too, like. Not that he he was probably fourth in the rotation, but still. Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting too broken up about that one. Yeah. I just I just don't like seeing the guy. I don't like seeing my boys get hurt. I know it's awful. <laughs> all right, folks, that'll be all for us. Uh, you can find myself at Jesse Finver on Twitter. You can find Connor where at the NJ Mick. Why Jesse? Because he is both Irish and from New Jersey. Um, and if you want to find any of our content on social uh, well i guess social media where already told you if you want to find any of our content for gotham uh well this is my content for gotham but if you want to find any of connor's other content um any jets recaps that we that he'll be doing throughout the season you can do so at gothamsn.com if you want to listen to any of the other podcasts we have in our network you can do so uh you just go to gothamsn.com and you can find those podcasts there or you can just search gotham sports network uh on your podcast listening uh app so i guess spotify that'll be spotify itunes google play stitcher soundcloud and uh i, I think, think i got, got all of them yeah, yeah i think i got all of them. Got all of them yeah there you go all right go! <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah you could do so any of those locations and uh yeah that's uh that's it all right so uh stay healthy this week folks yes, fingers crossed jets Listeners, all everybody, stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace.